Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome to another episode of Basic Training. <laughs> and that was the cold open. <laughs> on the theme song, and let's get into it. Wait, are we going to have a theme song? I don't know. Should we? We'll find out. We'll find out. Don't say, I'm not singing. Not the cup song! No! Were you in Were you in acapella in college? No, but I'm a good singer. I know, because you were in musical theater, right? Yeah. Are you a good singer? No. I feel like you could be. I did music all through high school, but I don't think I was a good singer. And then I stopped in college. I, and when I try to sing now, like I sing in the car and I'm like, I can tell it's not good. I don't think I, it's... I bet with voice lessons, I could figure it out. I don't think I'm like tone deaf. Right. But I also think that I... I okay, I have a theory... So my mom had this thing happen a few years ago where she found out that like she talks wrong, talks wrong. What? And it like fucks up her vocal cords and she had to go through therapy to like learn how to talk. And I was like, I think I have that too. How does she talk? Wrong? I don't know. I didn't fully understand it. It had to do with like the dynamic between breathing and her nose and her vocal cords. I don't really know, but she had to like, go through therapy. And it would, she like lost her voice and I don't remember. It was a whole thing. But like I talk, I have gay voice. I talk high and I talk like really nasally. But like if I drop down into like, because they, they say you're supposed to talk like, you shouldn't be pushing, right? Pushing? I think I'm always kind of pushing a little when I'm talking. Right. Like It's like, okay, so if I like talk through my nasal cavity, which is how I've always talked, it's like this. Yeah. But if I were to just relax and talk from my throat, it's like this. I think you sound pretty much the same, but that was just a deeper version. Right. Like, like if I talk like this, still... it's without, if I relax everything and just talk, this is how it sounds. And I think you're supposed to talk like this. I think it's better for your voice, but I never would innately talk this way. But hmm. why well, was it? Oh, and I think, so my theory is, now I feel crazy because I'm talking in the other voice. My theory is that I, I feel like I fucked up my voice from talking wrong, maybe, and that that's why I'm a bad singer. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes, it does make sense. My question is, do you, the, the voice that you now have, how early did you start talking the way you think you talk? I was told I was gay from like the time I was like four. So <laughs> people heard your voice and said you were gay? People told my parents I was gay when I was like little. Why? What is the? Is there a scientific the correlation between sexuality and like how you talk? There at was a young like age? a documentary that called Gay Voice that I tried to watch but couldn't get through because it's kind of boring. Um, but <laughs> I don't know. I think that there are theories. I mean, I think that I will say like I have no idea why I talk this way, but I will say like growing up, like I grew up more around women. Like I was more around my mom and my my grandma. I was around my grandpa a lot, but like I just remember like. I would, I was paying attention to how women spoke and like how women behaved. And I think I just listened. I found their conversations more interesting. And I think I was just listening to women. And that's how I learned to talk, frankly. Right. I've never like questioned my gender. Like I don't have gender dysphoria, but I think I just did like relate to women conversation, like female conversations more when I was younger. Right. Maybe that's it. I don't know. I know that I talk really quickly because my dad interrupts everyone all the time and my grandfather has the like really bad hearing so he will just start a brand new conversation in the middle of someone else's sentence like 
because he doesn't realize that a conversation's happening. That's my dream type of. It's hell. I, I, I love I, him so much, but it's hell. And I would love to have what he has, oh, which is sure. a complete disregard for other people. So, yeah, yeah, well, I he, already interrupt, but. Yeah, but he, but so you had to speak really quickly to get your vo your words out because right. like at any given time, someone was going to cut you off. So you're kind of like a girl basically in that way. I guess. <laughs> you kind of have to speak really quickly to get your words out. But they Do also you know, say it's a Jewish thing, like Jewish interrupting. Yes. That's like a term. Yes. I really, yeah. It, now you're afraid to interrupt. Well, no, I was going to say, I don't know if he would want me to say this, but like, that was a thing I had to like explain to my ex was like, mm. he would be like, don't interrupt me. I'm trying to say something. And I'm like, no, I know. But like, this is how I communicate. Like, yes. It's, I, I, it's, and you then jump he would, off one another. And then he would like be like, you need to wait until I'm done talking to say your thing. And That's then I awkward. would, but then I would like, I would get to the end and then be like, it's gone. Like yeah. I don't have the momentum anymore. Right. It was really hard for me. You're supposed, it's not supposed to be cutting people off. It's supposed to be building on other people's. Well, it's like, I know the rest of your sentence yeah. and I have something to say that's going to help you in the conversation. Right. Exactly. It's why you and I work. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is a study, a study by a study. I mean, a TikTok video that I saw and it's like about girls. You are known to use like and um I say in like sentences. So well, yeah, but like it's it's part of our vernacular more so than straight men because we are trained to innately fill this. This is probably like pseudoscience. I don't think it's really real, but it's probably fill the gaps so you don't get cut off. So there's yeah, no pauses. Yeah, you feel you can't have pauses yeah. the way that men don't feel it necessary. They can stop, think, and keep talking, and know that they're not going to be interrupted. Whereas women are known to say like more, and people theorize that that's because we need to fill pauses and we can't just stop and think about the next thing. We have to talk while we're I've thinking. I've been dealing with this. I've been like thinking about this so much in my life. Yeah. I talk so fast, especially like, cause I like, like I audition, I act like yeah. in acting. It's like you have like my acting teacher will always be like, you need to slow down because yeah. like you need to use the words as a tool and perform them. And it's like realizing that, oh yeah, I have 30 years of programming that I need to get this out as quickly as possible because right. someone because she was like, you realize that like, you need to behave like people are listening to you. Right. And you're behaving like no one listens to you. And you're just, which is crazy. Cause like people listen to us for our jobs. Like, right. but I still talk so quickly because I don't think that people are gonna give me the respect to actually listen completely. You and I are so lucky. I feel like we both grew up like, in, did you grow up in an environment where it was like, you didn't have to worry about like, that's private, don't ask that. It depends on the people that I was with. Yeah. But I did grow up in an environment where you're not allowed to like sit and look at your iPad during dinner. You're gonna talk. Sure. And I was an only child, so I was talking, talking to, to adults. adults. Yeah. A lot of people say, like, when I'll tell them an only child, like a stranger will say the first thing is like, Oh yeah, I see that. What if I was suicidal? <laughs> 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 like, what if I was suicidal? What if this was my last day and I was <laughs> teetering on the edge of suicide? Would you feel good about telling me? that I completely fit into a stereotype <laughs> that is very negative after 10 minutes of knowing. Yeah, it. Only Child has no positive stereotypes. Not a single one, <laughs> not a single one. And I used to always say, oh, it's great that I'm an only child because I'm really independent. I can be alone, I can entertain yeah. myself. And now that I'm getting older and realizing that soon I will be entirely alone in the world. I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's why people have more than one kid. Or, I think it's crazy that I one day my parents will be gone and that's it. I'm alone. How old are your parents? My parents are in their 60s. Okay. So I got a good like 20 years left, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I, have you noticed your parents getting old? My parents are younger than you. <laughs> your, your parents, not younger than you. My parents are younger than yours. Noticing my parents getting old. 
is and they and they both like they look great. They're in good shape, but yeah. like noticing that they are like. I look at old pictures of all of us together. Sure. And I'm like, the way that I've been aging, I forgot they are also aging. Yeah. Like my dad's hair is entirely gray now. And I never noticed that until yeah. one day I saw a picture. It's kind of trippy. So my parents are, I, my parents had me pretty young, like compared to, I feel like my parents are younger than most of my friends' parents. Mm -hmm. So I'm now older than my mom was, significantly older than my mom was when she had me. Mm -hmm. And I'm the age my dad was when I was born. Okay. And that's really trippy. Isn't that crazy? Would you ever, can you imagine having a kid right now? No, my mom had... By the time, like what's crazy is like by the time my mom was 30, she had two kids. Yeah, she had two kids. Wow. That's, it's crazy. My mom had me when she was about 40. And what's insane is that now she's like, I'll say, mom, I don't think I'm gonna have kids. And if I do, I'll have them after 40. Yeah. And she's like, why, really? You don't wanna, you don't want me to be around to hold your grandchildren? Whose idea was it <laughs> to have me yeah. at 40 years old? That's on you completely and entirely. Something that's not on <laughs> us entirely is the questions. Yeah. Those are other people. <laughs> okay, first call. Hey, Talia, it is Hannah. I don't know why, but it has been on my mind recently. I want big tits. I really do. I have very small tits and I want big tits. How do you... How do you get big tit energy with small tits? Because your girl has um, like little skeeter bites for boobs. And I just, I want big boobs anyway, but maybe, you know, I just need bo big boob energy. So answer this on the podcast or don't. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to go back to eating my ice cream. Okay. Bye. Okay. So here's the thing. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Here's the thing. It's just not a thing to ask to big titted people. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I've always had a big chest. Make them dance. I can't move them independently of one another. I can like flex my chest, but I can't move them into I can't move them independently of one so, another. When guys do that. Oh my god. Wait, you think that's hot? It's the hottest thing ever. Ever. That ever. Is like, Parallel to me to like Chris Angel shit. Like it's like one time it's I was magician energy to me. <laughs> it's hot. One time I'm trying to Chris do it Angel right is now. really scary. I can, You're kind of doing it. I can, I can kind of do it. I can one wiggle, time I can my ears. I was like, <laughs> now I like, see that's okay. See that I don't like. That gives the energy of people who used to flip their um, eyelids upside down on the schoolyard. Yeah. I hated those kids. <laughs> I <laughs> that reminded me of someone posted. Did you see what someone posted? And that? the kids who would like stick a, a 
thumbtack through their skin. Do you know what I'm talking no, about? No, that's upsetting. That, but that reminds me of like a few weeks ago when they, someone posted a picture of Jack Quaid on Twitter and was like, he looks like he knows about dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> Went to really, my high school. Really, I can figure that out. Okay, well, it really got me. Anyway. I um, well, Oh, yeah, I was hooking up with this guy. Uh-huh. A while ago and he was having a hard time like getting it up like it, it just wasn't the yeah. greatest and that's fine but I made him flex his packs for me make him dance and I was like it's better than any actual sex I've that's ever had crazy to like, me. get on the bed <laughs> put your dick in my mouth put your flaccid dick in my mouth right now <laughs> I love the way you do that it's so cute I love when they do that, especially if their chest is hairy and big. If it's a skinny little guy, like, don't, please don't do that. <laughs> okay, so I would give it anything to be able to make my boobs dance like up and down like a boy does. Okay. Um, you do have big tit energy. Listen to how raspy your voice is. I was going to say, mm. based on your voice, I would think you have big tits. Oh, just something about you. You have that Scarlett Johansson, whatever. Listen, we're all, I hate to pull this card, but we all have things that we wish we had. And once you have them, you likely would wish you didn't. The secret to the secret to acting like you have something you don't have is to not give a shit about it. Exactly. Always. Almost like I don't care about like Soho House and like Zero Bond, but it's because I can't afford a membership, but I don't care about those what things. What was even the second thing you said? <laughs> Zero Bond. Zero Bond? My point is- What is that? It's like one of those exclusive clubs like Soho House. And it's like, I, the cool people are there, but the really cool people don't give a fuck about it. You would never know that the reason I can't give a fuck about it is because I can't go because I don't have the extra money. How much but does it cost? It's like a couple thousand dollars a year extra. That's so Just lame. something I don't want to spend money on. But the point is, if you act like you don't need fucking big boobs, that's cooler. You have confident hot girl energy. Yes, 100%. I wish I had your raspy voice. You wish I you had big boobs. Let me tell you, every single day I wake up and I wish my boobs were small. So that's like- <laughs> Have you ever thought about getting a reduction? I have, and I've weighed all of the consequences and bonuses of it. I think it's a whole different conversation. Yeah. I've been thinking about it since I was a child. I've right. decided that it's just not worth it. Um, and I like them enough that it's okay, but it's just one of those things where it's like, yeah, like I, they really are fucking annoying, but I live with them. Yeah. So, and sometimes the part that the rest of the internet sees is the one out of 20 days where I really like them because they make an outfit and they look sexy and yeah, I get yeah, to feel yeah. really feminine. So my point is, if you have them, you'd probably wish they were gone. So don't waste time wishing that you had something that you don't have, because odds are, Whoever has it doesn't want it and they want something that you you have. Yeah. Like if you, you, it's that whole thing about you throw your problems into the middle. If you saw everybody else's wishes, you would take yours back, whatever. So big, con I think what you're looking for is like confident hot girl, quote unquote energy. Yeah. Big tit, curvy girl, bodacious, Megan the Stallion hot girl energy, which if you are claiming that I have a shred of that, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but you just got to kind of, Pretend you don't give a fuck. Totally. Would you agree? Like, yeah. I mean, well, it's funny because, like, obviously, as a guy, like, when you have like prominent nipples, <laughs> like, it was like, <laughs> you, a thing. are they prominent? Yeah. I mean, really? as I've like, well, like, as I've become more muscular, they have become less feminine looking. Mm. Thing. But I was like bullied for my nipples when right. I was a kid, and I think that like, so it was like, my point is, I had big tits, but it was a bad thing. Right. So it's like, I don't have, but I don't 
I don't know how to have like big tit energy as a girl. <laughs> I know somebody who actually got a, who's a male and got like Top a surgery. breast reduction. Yeah. yeah, yeah, gynecomastia. Yeah. I don't have that, I don't think. I looked into it. Yeah. It's just like my nipples are pointy. <laughs> okay, there you go. God bless. I mean, look, it's just, it's, it's, I hate to give a cliche answer, but it's like everybody has something that they wish they had. You're yeah. gonna wish you had it. Hey, if you want them that badly, there are surgeries for that. You can get them. But I promise you, you just walk around, enjoy the fact that you can wear a bralette, which is something I only wish in my wildest dreams I could wear. And um, enjoy what you do have, which is beautiful and, and little if, boobies. Like, push comes to shove and you're like, I need the tits, get the surgery. Get the surgery, yeah. yeah. Okay, One more. let's do another question. Okay. Hi, Talia and whoever Jake is. Um, my question is, how do I ask out someone who works at Trader Joe's? Like, I don't want to be unprofessional in the workplace, you know? Like, do we talk about all the food there that I love or, you know, um, would love any advice? Thanks. They're literally begging to be asked out at Trader Joe's. Well, they're Joe's. trained. They have to do that. You're supposed to flirt as we work really? at Trader Joe's. Every person, when you work checkout at Trader Joe's, you're supposed to like start up conversation about two checkout items while you're checking. Like, it's a, it's a thing. It's not sincere. What? Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Where'd you learn that? Where do you think I learned that? TikTok? D Who said it on TikTok? A Trader Joe's employee. No. I also know people that work at Trader Joe's. I thought I was so hot. No. <laughs> no. I thought I was just so irresistible and friendly and had such an aura and people had to talk to me. No, they're, they're business geniuses over there. What the fuck? Yeah. First of all, you're insane for working there after that rule is enforced. <laughs> if I walked into a place and they said, by the way, you have to be nice and pretend to care about people. But I think they have like I'd a union, I think they you. treat their employees really well. I, I know they do. Yeah, I, yeah. I think they um they have like really good insurance and shit like that, but they, um is that gonna fall? No. Okay. Um, yeah, I, they're, okay. So I guess my advice is void. I was gonna say they're literally little sluts they're asking for. <laughs> <laughs> they, they might as well, at Trader Joe's, you might as well walk up to the register and they're sitting there spread eagle waiting for you. I think the thing is you ask, do they live in the neighborhood? Oh, do you live around here? And if they say, yeah, I'd be like, I hope I see you around sometime. And that starts Yeah. Up. What you have to do, you don't want to just straight up ask somebody out. Yeah, you have to plant a little where, seed. Yeah, you, you have to plant a seed. You got to play, long. life is short, but life is long. You got to play the long game with things like this. Life is long. I hate this life is short. It is long. Life is really fucking long. I think long. it's both, but yeah. No, I think it's really long. <laughs> okay. <laughs> life is long. Okay, this one has a much nicer intro. Oh. Hi, I love you both so much. I'm a huge fan. Going to keep my name anonymous, but um, I just had a question. I was dating this guy for about two years, and he just broke up with me because I wasn't religious, at, like, enough to his standards. We're both Jewish. But I totally reframed that, and, like, not that I wasn't enough of anything. It was just his family's standards were unattainable and he basically said he couldn't marry me because his parents wouldn't let it happen. Dumped me out of nowhere. Horrible, horrible, horrible. I've worked through it and I've introduced him to a lot of friends of mine, especially guy friends, and he is all of a sudden best friends with them. And I'm talking my best guy friend from kindergarten. Like these are my day one homies and he is just 
taken their spot. And, like, when I talk to my guy friends, they make it clear that they're not picking sides and they're not, like, you know, making it um, about, like, choosing a side. Like, I still get to see them, but it's only when he's not there. And it's, like, weird. And at first I was okay with it, but now I'm entering the salty phase where I'm like, what the fuck, get your own friends, weirdo. Okay, love you both so much. Let me know how I can hear these answers. Um, I would just do anything to be both of your friends. Thank you. We love you. If you see us, like, fixing our hair while you guys are doing little voicemails, it's because we've already heard them. We're just playing them for the listeners, but we've heard them. And we yeah. li- we gave them our full attention. Don't worry. Okay. So this is the, is the, the advice you're asking for is about what to do with the fact that your ex is hanging out with your friends, essentially, and your friends are hanging out with your ex instead of you. First of all, I just want to clarify. Maybe she'll DM us and just let us know. What do you mean he knew he couldn't marry you because of religious reasons, but he broke up with you out of nowhere? Like, he never once brought it up to you before. Like, this was just revealed to him now that he can't marry you. What? This conversation just came up, like, last week after dating you for so long? I don't understand. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So, whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. He basically said that his parents, he said he couldn't marry because his parents wouldn't let it happen. So it sounds like what happened was they had had the conversation and there was like an acknowledgement that they were different levels of like observing Judaism and she thought that they had cleared it, but then he, when he broke up with her, it felt out of the blue. And he was like, yeah, sorry, it's cool with me, but it's not cool with my parents, so I'm breaking up with you, is the vibe I'm getting. Well, I guess she's, she said she's gotten past it, but remember, you don't want somebody who listens to his, I guess it's a religious thing, well, whatever. But if he's not the religious one, if it's his parents who feel that it's, it's that, it's the problem, and this guy can't stand up to his parents for love. Right. That he's not meant for you. No, but that's not what her issue. Her issue is that now he's hanging out I know, with her best I know friends it's not. I just wanted to make sure she knew. No, that's, that, no, that is important that she knows that. Yeah. I think, like, ugh, this sucks because it's like. I think you should put your foot down. I'm sorry. I think it's honestly, if they're your best friends from kindergarten and they've known him for how long? Say a year? Yeah, a couple years. He can't be that fucking great. He can't be that fucking fun. And also, it is this sort of thing where it's like, if they're your close friends and you're like, hey, like, it is hard for me to spend time with you when he is around. Or like, I guess that's the first thing you have to interrogate is like, do you, can you be around him? Yeah. The answer is no. Okay. Then you have to have a conversation with your friends. And if they, like, if it's, it's a hard thing to navigate because it's like, I don't think it's fair to say you can't see this person at all. right? Right. But. I think you need to say like, it's going like, I feel like you're not choosing sides that if you're spending more time with this person and that means I can't see you at all, you are picking sides. I think this is a very good opportunity in my opinion to bring out the 
automatic win a scenario as a woman card, which is play dumb little sad victim. <laughs> I don't think that you should approach your friends by asserting what we both know is right, which is you've known this guy a lot less long than you've, than you've known me. It's really hurting me as your lifelong friend that you hang out with him so much. Can you please hang out with him like three times less a week if you love me? Of course, that's what you wanna say. I wish it was what you could say, but the thing that will be more effective for you to say is get them in a room and fucking cry and be like, I don't know how to tell you guys this. I don't wanna make you guys uncomfortable. I feel so bad, but I don't know what else to do. I can't be around him and it's really hurting me and I love you guys so much. Do you think and you know that what they they're gonna say? They're gonna say, oh, I feel so bad. We won't see him anymore. Really? That's what you think the reaction would be? Yeah. Being yeah. a girl is crazy. The best way to get through life as a woman is knowing when to play dumb. And I think this is the moment, not the best. It's one of the most important things about being a woman is when you're working with men, when you're friends with men, know when to play victim. It's a sad reality. What, to like get to like get what you need. Sometimes asserting what you know is the truth, which is that you should be able to strongly assert, if you love me, stop being friends with this guy. It is the objective truth. It is the right thing for you to do. You should be able to say that, but the world we live in, men are going to respond a lot better to you crying and being upset and saying, I know this is really wrong of me to say, even though it's not, it's not wrong of you to say, you are completely within your right to say this. You are the friend for longer. You win their loyalty over him. That is it. But you should say, I feel so bad about this. I don't know what else to do. Please, I don't know what else to do. And they say, oh my God, we didn't know that it hurt you this badly. No, it's not your idea. It's ours. Let them think it's their idea. We'll hang out with him a little bit less. We won't, we'll make sure that he doesn't come around when you're going to come around. You're our priority. We want to make sure you know that. And they're going to think it was their idea. Oh. You know what I mean? I mean, I've never had to navigate a situation like that in my life. That's I'm not wild. saying it's, it's, it's not, it's, it's a very sad reality and it's sad that this works better. And there are a lot of times where I'll say, screw men, do what sure. you want to do. And this is, you're in the right. But if you want the effective thing, make them think it was their idea. Make them feel bad for a little old you, little poor you. And they will feel like the heroes. Make them feel like the heroes. Damn. If they're all your guy friends, they're very protective of you. They have an instinct. If they see that you're really hurting, but you don't directly ask them and you let them think, here's what we're gonna do to save her and protect her, they will do it. Dang. That's my advice. I don't know. It's worked for me in every issue I've had with men ever, particularly straight men. My instinct is to like disagree and be like, no, be direct. But I feel like I can't speak to like what it's like to be a woman dealing with male friends. So I it's like- I won't be offended if you do, if you think that's no, the right it, thing to I do. I guess it's just like, it's so antithetical to my like approach in life to like, false, like change it. Like, you know what I mean? Like repackage your thoughts to like make them more palatable for someone else. Oh, it's, but I it's get awful that that I, I can believe that it is more effective to sit back and look at your situation and know that everything you have to say is correct and valid and just and worth hearing. And you can say it in a calm, collected, articulate way. And you can't because it will make the men not listen to you. And instead you have to be a little doe eyed, crying, weak uh, bitch who doesn't know the answer and you have to let them figure out the answer for you. Oh, I don't know what to do in this work situation, boss. Can you please help me? You know exactly what the fuck to do. And of course, what you wanna do is go in there and say, you're all doing this wrong. I know the right way. Here is it. 
They won't take your advice. They won't do it, even though they on the inside know that you're right. They won't admit that you're right. What they will respond to, if you really wanna get something done faster, is if you make them think that something, the solution was their idea. It is the faster way to get things done as a woman. I'm not saying it's correct. I know we're perpetuating <laughs> yeah, a cycle that thing, is bad. Is it doesn't break the cycle, but also but if who, you, like, why do you have to get on the cross and be the one to break the cycle? Why do you have to be the one to break the cycle? It, it will make your life easier to let them think it was their idea. Let them protect you and make them fuck. make yourself a victim. Sucks. And but. with that. <laughs> <laughs> and with that. That was our second episode of basic training. Thank you so much for